and welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunter, czar of the Playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. And while you're in the mood of subscribing, subscribe on iTunes to Football Game Plan Podcast and leave us a five-star rating. In keeping with our 2020 NFL Draft Prospect Series that we're doing, we're hitting all the all-star games uh, except the NFL PA game that's out there on the West Coast. We're going to keep it East Coast space, but we got love for the NFL PA game as well. But we're hitting all these all-star games, and you, and this is the part of the process where it it uh, it's fun for me because I spent the whole entire season calling games on Saturday. I'm a college football color analyst, as you guys may know. I also cover the NFL as well on Sundays. So when I get to these all-star games, I have a clean slate. I hadn't seen a lot of people uh, and one guy just stood out to me at the College Gridiron Showcase this past week, and that was Jonas Griffith of Indiana State. I appreciate you taking time, Jonas. Thank you for having me on this, man. Really appreciate you. Well, now we do cover a lot of FCS football, so I'm very familiar with the Sycamores program. Case in point, uh, in our preseason uh, Missouri Valley Conference, um, uh, I guess you call it a podcast show, what have you, um, I picked you guys to be a playoff participant this year. So I'm glad I have a Sycamore on the show so I can voice my frustration in the fact that I believed in you guys this year and you guys let me down. But all jokes aside, you guys balled out this year. And I want to tell you, playing in that conference and playing the type of teams you guys do really helps, uh, you know, uh, it helps translate the, you know, you guys from, the college level to the pro level. How do you feel as though playing in a Missouri Valley Conference helped grow your game? Oh, man, the Missouri Valley Conference was fantastic. There's a lot of guys that are in the NFL already from the Missouri Valley Conference. There's guys like Carson Wentz, David Johnson. There's a lot, of, a lot of other guys that, you know, like Colin Sanders, a lot of other guys. And the competition week in and week out is really good. And our coaches tell us that, you know, our conference is just as good as the MAC, the Conference USA, and the Missouri Valley Conference is really good. It's top one in the FCS. Yeah, he's not telling you a lie either. That that conference definitely prepares you for the rigors of what you're going to see uh, at the level above you. When you look at your background, it was very interesting. One year of high school football, and you found yourself getting a scholarship to Indiana State, and you redshirted, which I think is great. How beneficial was that redshirt year for you, considering that you only had played that one year of high school football? Oh, man, the redshirt year was really big for me. I, like you said, playing one year of high school football, you know, I, like I wasn't really familiar with a lot of the defensive schemes that coaches had going on. And I feel like the um, redshirt year helped me get a year under my belt, helped me develop more. I came in to score at about 210 pounds. So I, I was really undersized at the linebacker position. So I feel like me getting there with the strength and conditioning coach, getting the extra year under my belt, and just, you know, learning the defense as a whole after being a guy that was just mainly a basketball player. What are some of the crossovers from playing basketball uh, to football? I see some of the crossover from, let's say, point guard to cornerback, but going from playing basketball to playing linebacker, what were some of the, the crossovers that you saw uh, right away once you got on the football field? I mean, I feel like I was always a physical guy that loved contact and I feel like that was the main thing banging down in the post I was a a big guy that likes to bang in the post you know play at the power forward and the center as well as the small forward position 
I banged in the post. Well, you know, like defensive slide to about linebacker position as well, but, you know, shuffling and things like that. You know, it's interesting because we always used to joke, you know, I was a college football player myself, and uh, they used to hate seeing us in the wreck because they knew it was going to be a lot of fouls. And um, (laughs) we were basically football players playing basketball. So um, I totally understand. Now that it makes sense, you're a linebacker and you're a football player, you play basketball, I totally know you you used to rack up a ton of fouls out there in basketball. So, um, But when you look at your game and your development, I think it kind of coincided with the the growth of the program because when Coach Mallory got there, they they were you guys were winless, and then he quickly turned that thing around. When you started to see the progress in yourself and the progress as well as within the team, uh, what was that journey like? Because I think Indiana State was one of those sleeping giant programs, and they finally got back on track on a winning track with Coach Mallory. So how big was development um, in that program? both personally and also as a team? I feel like as soon as Coach Mallory got on campus, that's when we noticed the difference. Coach Mallory not only is an amazing football coach, but he's an amazing guy as well. He treats us with the utmost respect, and, you know, he just demands excellence. And he has a great coaching staff that demands excellence as well. I feel like he came in, and we didn't have a lot of food. We didn't have a lot of resources that the other universities had. And Coach Mallory, you know, came in and gave us what a real Division One program had. And he, you know – said this is division one program so we're going to treat it like that so we had a lot of food we had more money we had a lot of everything more equipment more gear and i feel like that you know helped recruits come along as well and he just you know made us work super hard you know we fell in love with the process and bought into what he had to sell now as you develop at what point in your in your game because you're a two-time all-american you had a lot of big plays at indiana state as you develop as a player when did you start to become uh, cognizant of, hey, man, this NFL thing could actually be a possibility. Man, I always thought that since a freshman year. Uh, I had one of the senior guys kind of tell me, he was like, man, if you treat every day like it's an interview, then you'll be successful. And I felt like, you know, every day, just give everything you have every day from freshman year to senior year. And if you do that, then you'll be successful. Because there's a lot of guys that come in, they kind of lollygag around their first two years, then they want to get serious their junior and senior year. Like, okay, you know, I'm going to go to the NFL. But, no, if you want to have a professional career, you have to start early, early and often, because those those same guys in your same draft class that are working their tail off for the same goal as you. So you have to figure out how to get the upper hand. I feel like guys want to start junior and senior year, but I feel like you start as a freshman when you step foot on campus. You know, just your work ethic, your preparation, film study, extra meetings with the coaches, you know, things like that. Those are things that separate you on getting to the next level, and I feel like, that's what helped me, and I feel like I'm I'm not there yet, but you know I've, I'm a hard worker and I'm humble, and you know I'm I'm hungry. You know what's interesting about you when when I watched you at practice at the College Gridiron Showcase, and hearing your words now, it all makes sense. Cause like man, this dude is really taking full advantage of this opportunity. It didn't matter if it was you know individual nine on seven, you know pass scale team drills, scrimmage. It didn't matter. Every rep was critical for you. And speaking of the CGS, how important was it for you to participate in that all-star event? And what did you get out of that event? And also, third part of that question, uh, what did you want to go down there and show the scouts? Man, I, honestly, I, I didn't think I was going to go to the CGS. I kind of, when I got the invite, I was like, you know, I was kind of looking at the NFLPA, the Shrine, and the Reese Senior Bowl. I was like, you know, hopefully I get that invite, you know. 
And it didn't hit me until I got there. And I, I was talking to actually a scout from one of the teams. And he was like, God put you in this bowl game, in this all-star showcase for a reason. And I was just like, you know what? Like, you're right. Like, I, I came in, I was kind of upset. I was like, man, you know, like, and, and I feel like that was, you know, what kind of set me, you know, I was like, you're right. Like, he was like, make the most of it, you know, go out there and show these scouts because there'll be scouts from all 32 teams here. He was like, go out there and show, you know, what you're capable of. And I was like, okay, like, you know, like a lot of these scouts don't know who I am, you know, and I wanted them to kind of see what I brought to the table. I know I, I, to the table. I know I bring size and I know I bring strength, but I want them to also know that I could move well in space, that I could cover guys and that I wasn't afraid of contact. And also that I was really fast. So I'm, I'm fast for a big guy, you know, I want to show those guys what I was capable of. And it's funny because I remember the last play of a scrimmage uh, or the last recorded play I had of a scrimmage was you knocking out the quarterback. Um, and it was it was something that you was just in linebacker mode to where the you know obviously you're not supposed to hit the quarterback, but in that moment you just was like you know what bump it I'm I'm gonna hit the quarterback and it was a great form tackle it wasn't illegal it was just a sound <laughs> good tackle and I loved it I was like yo this dude been balling all week and that's the type of impact you have to have in these all star games man I, and you know it's funny because a lot of student athletes have that same sentiment that you have of oh man I wish I would have been at this school or uh this all-star game but you gotta be where your feet are and you made the most of your opportunity out there you had a lot of buzz uh surrounding you and talk about you your in your play based on what you were doing in 907 and things like that so i definitely think you left an impression for those that may not be familiar with your game and wasn't at the cgs if you had to choose one game from your collegiate career and say hey watch this tape this tells you all you need to know about jonas griffith what game would that be and why I would say my senior year, my final game, probably against Missouri State. And then um, another game would be the Youngstown State game for my junior year. Both of those games, you know, I play with a lot of enthusiasm. I'm making plays all over the field, just showing, showcasing my talent on many different scales and speed and, you know, putting all that on display. You know, I was a running back, so I used to always not like linebackers like yourself, man, because <laughs> usually you make one, you make a move on a guy, he kind of, you could kind of see his will go, okay, I'm, I'm not going to approach him this way. But you just stay aggressive. You stay relentless. And those are the type of guys that, number one, you hate blocking on pass pro. And number two, you hate running up in the hole because you think, okay, if I showed him once, he won't be there again. But you just keep staying relentless. Where did you develop that type of uh, mentality? And also, um, if you got it from somewhere, you got elements of that from somewhere, from other players, like who are some of the players that you drew inspiration from? Man, I feel like I got that from a young age. Man, I've always had a lot of desire and hunger to be the best that I possibly can be at anything that I do, man. And just in football, like football, man, is everything to me is because it's a direct correlation of life, man, in and of itself. It gives underdogs like me a chance to show what I'm capable of. And I feel like that, like, I just want every rep, like, you never know who's watching, you know, and I want every, like scouts, GMs, anyone that's watching me play like, okay, that guy is relentless every single play. Like, he never takes a play off. He's the hardest worker. He's always flying around. He's always near the ball. Even if he's not making the tackle, he's always near the ball. So, like, and I feel like, you know, a guy that I watch a lot is uh, Darius Leonard. I feel like he's also a small school guy who, you know, maybe got overlooked in the draft process, you know, and stuff like that. And I feel like he took advantage of every opportunity that was given to him. And I feel like, you know, you can see him on that scale now. And I feel like I can do the same whatever um, organization decides to pick me up. I feel like, I could do the same, you know, just bring that tenacity and that raw effort and raw emotion, you know, to that program. Just do whatever to help the team. You know, you don't you don't move sports by accident. 
you know, something has to draw you to a sport. Uh, I played baseball for one game in, in Little League, got hit by pitch, and was like, you know what? That's a wrap on that. Football <laughs> hits don't even hurt like that. I'm not playing baseball again, but I always love football to begin with. But you yes, play sir. basketball, and then you, you know, you left that alone, and you played football. So it shows you have a love for the game. So what is it about the game that you love the most? Man, I— if, funny story, actually, you mentioned that. I was actually homeschooled until my senior year of high school, so I didn't get the opportunity to play football until then. So I really wanted to play football, but I wasn't able to. So, you know, I, I was homeschooled, and I, I was able to play basketball, but not football. So once I got the opportunity to play football, it was just like everything was clicking. I was like, man, this is the sport I've been missing for this long. And it just – basketball, you can be talented. You can kind of get by. Like it's, it can kind of be an individual sport. But you can't do that in football. You have to go every day. You have to have that same work ethic. Football is the most physically demanding sport. You have to be immensely as well. You have to be mentally sharp, especially at the linebacker position. You have to be mentally sharp and physically sharp, just, you know, just to have a chance out there with guys. And just, you know, every day it takes the same work ethic to come to work. You know, you have to come and just have that same mentality that you're going to get better and be successful. You speaking of the work ethic, that shows you how you're able to be in on a lot of plays because you're watching the film and you're being able to, to anticipate what's going on. Take me through a week of work of your preparation for a game and what are you studying? What are you, you know, looking to see? What keys are you picking up on and how you're able to go out there and execute on game day? Oh man, so a typical week. So sun so after the game on Saturday, Sunday is the team day. We watch film. We usually do a little regent lift and we go to rehab and treatment and stuff like that. And Monday is our off day before the week starts. And Monday, it's an optional list. I'll sometimes go to that if I'm not too banged up. But uh, our our uh, position coach held like a um, an optional player meeting for extra film and extra scouting reports. You know, on the guys, and I always go to that. You know, and just get you a head start on you know the opponent for the upcoming week and what practice is going to hold. You know, as well as the tendencies of the offense. I feel like so that that was big. And then also yoga was another big thing. Just going to yoga and get my body back. Yoga was really good because it helped my flexibility and it helped my durability as well. Not pulling a muscle, not getting a strain, nothing like that. And I feel like it also helped me get faster and use my use my ability to the best of it. And I feel like that was really big for, you know, for my success. But I, and then Tuesday we would watch film, obviously practice throughout the rest of the week. And I would just watch film, come in, and watch film on my own a lot, sometimes with the position coach and the defense coordinator and just, you know, try to pick their brains and see what players are going to call that week, you know, and ask a lot of questions and write notes as well, being proactive in the whole thing. Man, it's a lot that goes into playing a game on Saturday. That's why I think football is one of the greatest sports ever. You practice more than you play. Jonas, it's been a pleasure to get familiar with your game at the uh, CGS All-Star event. And, you know, it's a great opportunity to, you know, put you on my, my list now to, to study even more and, and break down your game. But I'm excited about your future. Where can people follow you on social media to keep track of your journey as you make the jump to the NFL? Um, they can keep track of me on Twitter at just Jonas Griffith, all underscore, all uh, lowercase letters. And then on Instagram at J-O underscore Griff 15. You know, you keep it professional on Instagram and on, on Twitter with the handles. I'm surprised you didn't get out of hand, like, you know, uh, running back killer 55 or something silly <laughs> like that. So I like that, man. That's that's good right there. That's good stuff. Uh, but Jonas, man, listen, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun to talk ball with you and talk shop, learn a little about a little bit about what you bring to the table. And hey, man, we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Hey, man, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk to me. And I really hope that we can meet and talk more football down the road. 
linebackers and running backs don't mix, man. That's what that's listen. Like I'm trying to get you to understand. Like, nah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. But you know, we definitely gotta talk shop because we could we could do some some other uh, you know, one on ones uh down the line. Hopefully we'll see each other at, at one of these training camps or something like that, or another all star game. But definitely, man, keep doing your thing, keep grinding and I've never seen hard work not pay off. Oh, yeah, I definitely believe in the same thing you just said. Hard work will definitely pay off, and at the end of the day, it'll show who put in the hard work. I really appreciate you.